When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, I'm Megan. And I'm Sierra. Welcome back to According To. Today we have a special guest. Hey. Maggie's back with us. She's been on the podcast a couple times, but this is the first video version that she's been on, so. I forgot, so don't mind my (laughs) appearance. I forgot that there's a video aspect now, but. Um, So usually when we've had Maggie on in the past, we've done like interview type episodes or we've asked you questions and you've kind of, we've talked about YouTube, we've talked about her getting her job with the Bengals, and I thought, you know, It'd be fun if we just had you on to talk about some of these am I they whole stuff because some of them are crazy. It's nice to get another person's perspective. We had our dad on like a couple years ago on one of these episodes. So might as well bring another person in. So before we get started with the subreddit, we kind of like to do a weekly spotlight and also just kind of catch up with everything going on in our lives. So uh real quick to recap we talked about maggie just finished her first year with the cincinnati Bengals. so i'm curious just like to give everyone like what was your favorite if you could pick one moment or like one game from the entire first year do you have like a favorite moment Mm, i don't there's like so many good moments um either our monday night game when we were white bengal little attire for the first time (laughs) yeah It was just a crazy show, and I was like, that was like where I was like, whoa, like I'm working in the NFL. This is (laughs) wild. Or obviously, we didn't win, but AFC Championship was crazy because every week, my boss in our weekly like meetings, he would be like, there's only four people. Like, he was like, there's only eight teams left. Like, you're one of these eight teams. Like, because you don't think about it, you're just like, I'm here to do my job. And then AFC Championship, he was like, there's only four teams. Like, there's only four social medias active this week. It's like <laughs> all eyes are on you. And I was like, oh, dear God. But so those two games. Mm-hmm. My favorite, this was like as a viewer since like this year I became like I've never really watched the NFL because I've more I've always been like a college football fan. But since you're working for the Bengals, I was like, and I was a bandwagon Bengals fan when they were in the Super Bowl, right, too. Like so then <laughs> I'm like, well, now Maggie works for them. So I have even more reason to be a Bengals fan. But my favorite game that I watched was the one. Was it before the? I don't remember which one it was. It was the one where Sam Hubbard, like, returned oh, yeah. the... Oh, my gosh, That yeah. was, like, favorite moment of the entire season. That was the first playoff game. And I okay, was yeah. going to the bathroom, and because I was like, okay, like, I can go to the bathroom. Like, we're on defense. Like, they're going to score here. That's literally what I was like. Okay, so, like, we're going to, like, not we're gonna be quiet. solid. <laughs> go dark. Yeah, and then I was literally in the bathroom, and I'm in the press box, obviously, and I hear, Sam Hubbard, touchdown, and I was like do they have a guy named Sam Hubbard? Like, I was like, what? And I just walked back out, and I just remember my boss is sitting there like, what just happened? She was like, what do I tweet? Like, <laughs> Sam Hubbard touchdown. I'm like, what? But Yeah, that was fun just watching that. And then I texted, it's fun because I could text, like, Maggie, and I was like, yeah. oh, my God. And then we're all just I'm pretty out. sure it was like, I literally was peeing what happened. I'm pretty <laughs> sure that's what I said. Um, Okay. We also like to touch on books sometimes, too. So, Maggie's been a little bit of a slower reader, uh, but she's currently reading Project Hail Mary. 
Yeah. Which is one of my favorite books ever. I'm and almost to page 150. Yeah, we there's a lot of great moments in Project Hail Mary. If you haven't read it, highly recommend that you do. But specifically in the beginning of the book, page 120 for the hardcover. I don't know if it's different for, for like for paperback, but page 120 and then like 150. Maggie and I have determined to be key, like, oh my god moments. And so Maggie recorded her reaction when she got to page 120. Um, so we've requested that she also record her reaction yeah. for one. I'm like five pages away, but so I wasn't in the mood to like read it because I was like, I can't get stuck sitting here. So I was like, I'm going to stop here. Yeah. So. Save it. Um, I just finished reading Tomorrow and Tomorrow and Tomorrow by Gabrielle Zevin. Gave it four stars. I liked it. It was kind of like about video games, like two video game creators and just like from them being like little kids to growing up and like having a video game company and just their relationship and how it evolved over time and it was good lots of good quotes in that one i am currently reading the martian um i'm also listening to the audiobook 11 um but since maggie was reading product hail mary i was just like in my andy weir mood and i was just like i honestly want to reread product hail mary but I like kind of have a thing where like I always say I should like reread a book, but I never actually do because I'm like I should read like another book that I haven't read. Um, so The Martian's giving me just like I love the writing style he uses for his characters and um, it makes them very likable. And I love the movie. And I'm like now that I've read now that I've seen the movie and I'm reading the book, I'm like envisioning the movie in my head. And it's making me want to go rewatch the movie to like compare what's the same, what's different. I probably have a better understanding of the movie like, if I were to go back and watch it after I finish the book. Um, but it's been good. I'm sure I'm going to give it, like, four stars because it's a good book. <laughs> okay. Um, weekly spotlights. Maggie, since you're a guest, you can start. Okay. My weekly spotlight is being home and seeing everyone and resting. <laughs> because, man, oh, man, I did not know how much <laughs> I needed to rest. But I needed to rest. So that is my... Part of my weekly spot is you being home, too. Aww. Specifically, um, that trivia night that we did oh, yeah. with you and Sam. Even which though we should, we like, literally recap the trivia night. Us. Oh, my God. I wish I could, like, remember a question from trivia night. So oh, I, I could, remember like, some. Please share one, because what? So, first of all, we went to... Um, I have to, like, back up even further. When Maggie was home for winter break, she pulled up, like, Sporkle, this quiz trivia website on her computer you guys probably have heard of it because i had heard of it at least before you brought it up um but you can just take random quizzes and stuff on there and so maggie's like i like to do this for fun and so we're like okay so then like me megan and then sam are all gathered around maggie at christmas like by maggie's <laughs> laptop just like going through random sporkle trivia quizzes and stuff and it was fun so then i was like doing some googling stuff later like just things to do Des Moines so trivia like, nights obviously part of like for we were talking about vacations and like stuff to do yeah. after work we talked about trivia nights and stuff like that we hadn't actually done one yet but it was we were trying to so I found out that Sporkle hosts like these pub trivias at bars and stuff like all across the country and it's basically like essentially a trivia night but it's sponsored by Sporkle or whatever but I was like oh my god like we should go to this Sporkle trivia night whenever Maggie's back in town and so Maggie is back in town on Monday and we went um so we're going to recap our experience with so there were two different games one was at seven and one was at eight but they were completely separate games and you know we were sitting in like the main area i don't know how often everyone comes but there were two people who came with notebooks and so i think they they had their fishbowl and they had their notebooks yeah this was their monday night there's like a trivia league at smash park so like they were definitely in the trivia so uh, Anyways, you know, this was our first time there. Didn't really know what to expect for questions. And 
the first two of that game, I think, actually went okay. I don't entirely remember which game was The what. first question was, like, <clears throat> what's the... What type of candy is, like, a dum-dum oh, yeah. or a chupa And then, you know, I remember the I second one. Was. And the answer was just, like, it was a sucker. So, easy. Everyone got that right. The second question um, was something about, like, which archipelago is on, like, the southernmost coast with, like, seven islands to the west. Something along the lines of that. And... Um, and home to Dry Tortuga National Park. Right. Because I remembered or was pretty sure that it was Key West. However, Key West was not an acceptable answer. It needed to be the Keys or yeah, it was like something else. Key West was not correct because I think that's technically the city and it was asking for the archipelago. So um, then there's other questions where it's like you're we never going to know. Off. Like it was like. I uh, we certainly there was here's one question some of them were like bonuses too or whatever but one of the questions was like i'm not gonna get it i'm not gonna say exactly what it was because i don't fully remember but it was like out of the like name three last names of prime ministers from israel non-acting prime ministers i don't even know what that means from like 1958 to 1963 or something i don't know that had four letters their last it was like five or less letters. letters and there was three but you had to at least get two and I was like, like, who really knows that? No idea. And also for this trivia specifically, for each round, it was eight questions per each trivia round. And so you could wager one through eight points per each question, but you could only wager one number one time. So if you wanted to wager eight on something that you're really confident in, you could wager that eight one time. And then you could do like one, two, three, whatever. And so there's strategy involved, obviously, but we didn't really play to the strategy as well as we could all you get is like the category it's a very general category you get for like the questions and you know so you just have to kind of be like okay maybe this category we feel a little bit more confident in than the ones earlier so we'll save our higher numbers till we get to that one hoping we know that one and you can decide more. which like what you're wagering as you're answering it so if you get to the question you're like i literally don't know you can do the lowest one you have but we were done because there was like one or two questions where we wagered like rather low when we were pretty sure that the answer was right and it was right and so then we were like well why didn't we wager higher yeah, yeah. but some of the questions were definitely very hard it's still fun i'd probably go again but it was i don't i think we want out of like 19 teams for both games we got like 17th place both times so yeah. and some teams like i swear they had to be getting every single yeah. answer fully right and the bonus points and they're wagering all their points well, and i kind like, of am like what they were getting like 98 points and we were at like what like well because the last round you can wager like up to 15 points or something and we knew that we were losing by a lot so we'd always just like wager all of our points every time and then we got like all of those wrong so i think we ended up with like 27 points by the end of both games but it was fun it was for fun. the vibes um my weekly spotlight is that i have a job offer that i'm most likely going to accept so Ooh gonna start working soon um and i'm hoping to kind of have a nice smooth transition as much as possible um and i'm sure that within the first few weeks we'll probably be vlogging and whatnot so you guys can see you know how i'm doing when i (laughs) get my first job but i'm excited about it and i feel pretty good about it it's just you know i'm like okay now i'm going into the real world forever it's a little weird Okay, well, without further ado, should we get into 
some am i the a-hole subreddit let's do it okay do you want me to go first yes okay this one has fourteen thousand upvotes so a lot of people have seen this one and had opinions on it i have not looked at any of the comments though so we can freely discuss and then we'll see what the consensus is am i the a-hole for not canceling my plans after my boyfriend learned about his diagnosis I, 25 female, work in event planning, so I always get invites or tickets to go to high-end events. There was a huge event coming up, and I was really excited to go to it. I asked my boyfriend, 27, three days before the event to accompany me, and he said yes. So originally, the plan was my boyfriend, my stepsister, and myself. On the day of the event, he said he had a doctor's appointment, so he isn't sure if he can... Oh, my God. On the day of the event, he said he had a doctor's appointment, so he isn't sure if he can still attend. I said, no problem, and I waited for him to return home. A couple of hours later, he texted me and said he had something to tell me. I got worried and called him immediately. I asked if everything was okay, and he said he was diagnosed with anemia, so he'll have to take supplements. I expressed how sorry I was and spoke to him for about two hours to give him pep talks, told him I'm here if he needs me, reassured him that I will always love him, etc. I then asked if he would still like to attend the event with me and take his mind off of things, to which he responded that he doesn't like the artist performing, so he'd rather go to another event. I said, no problem. I'll go with my stepsister alone. He hung up... uh, because he was, he was upset. I called him back, and he started an argument about how selfish I was going out while he's going through something. I told him that I already made plans with my stepsister, and I can't back out now, as she's depending on me. I also don't drink, so I would have been a sober driver, and if I didn't go, she couldn't. I told him that this event was the only event my sister really wanted to attend, and I promised her that I could take her months prior. I even told him I'll see him the next day, and he said, be safe, and hung up. I got to the event around 11 and spent the entire event alone just sitting around watching the show by myself, having food and drinks. When I returned home around 2 a.m., I called him and he was awake playing video games. Um, His first words were, look who cares about me again. I said, I'm too tired for this. And he responded by saying that, of course I'm tired. I went out without him knowing he's upset, but I love partying and meeting new people so much that I didn't think to stay with him on the phone. I told him he's being ridiculous and I would have stayed if if it was just us who planned to go. He said my priorities are off and I am an ignorant a-hole. Okay, so isn't anemia not that big of a deal i was gonna say what is that and i don't want to get canceled but it's just where you like don't have as much as many red blood cells and so like you probably are going to be like you know maybe you get like lightheaded when you're standing up or you don't have as much energy doing things like nothing honestly when he starts taking supplements he should start feeling better like nothing yeah. changed with him physically in those moments um <laughs> So, I've got a lot of, you know, other thoughts about if that's the boyfriend's response. It's one of those moments where you read these and you're kind of like, I think there's a larger thing at play here. Yeah. I think that this might be more than her going to a concert. Like, he seems like he almost was like, I don't know his personality, but like, it's almost like he was kind of using this to like start something. Like, maybe he didn't really want to go anyways. So, he's like, okay, cop out. I'm not going. But then he also, if he doesn't have, you know, a great personality and he's like selfish and wanting to focus on him then it's like the perfect opportunity to like make a mountain out of a molehill and say like you don't care about me blah blah blah. that's what it's coming off as to me yeah i so originally when i first I was read the for, like, title a cancer this, diagnosis or yeah. something I and i was like that'd be like that's a lot and you know that's what i was thinking when i first read this i was like well if it's like cancer or something like life-changing then like you should cancel your plans to like help them emotionally so when i saw anemia i was like i also was like it's not that serious is it like it's almost, i was almost like do i need to like am i gaslighting myself anemia is? um so we're all in agreement that they're not the a-hole for going to the event and she is should that? Yeah. consider dating someone else okay. maybe 
she should maybe rethink this relationship okay let's uh go ahead and read some other comments when i saw the title i expected it to be it to be cancer some kind of degenerative disorder or something requiring major surgery anemia is generally a completely treatable condition that has no impact on quality of life and unless the doctor referenced a concern about a more serious condition it's reasonable to assume that the supplements are all that is needed at this point it sounds more like he's using it as an excuse to get out of something he didn't want to do than taking a step further to try and manipulate you. Not the other. That was word for word <laughs> what I just said. This has 53,000 upvotes. That comment? Yes. Okay. I got 53,000 upvotes. <laughs> I got to the actual diagnosis and was like, okay, and what else? <laughs> <laughs> but literally. I felt like majority of women I've known have had anemia at some point in their life. This is like a fresh take on them or on the man cold or something. Because people always joke about how when men get a cold, it's like the end of the world. Yeah. Okay. So I think it looks like the comments are all mostly in agreement with us. Interesting first one. <laughs> okay. This one I read at the beginning. Um, and so the ending will kind of be a surprise. But so the thing is, am I the a-hole for going on vacation with my wife's family instead of my own? So my wife or my family has always been well off. And by that, I mean, we would take family vacations two to three times per year. Um, it's still like that now, but I've noticed a difference in how my family acts now that my female 27 wife or sorry, my. Okay. Yeah. So the, they're both wives. Okay. I was like, I skipped over that the first time. So and female 24, I'm married. About three weeks ago, my dad booked a trip to Italy. Um, everyone was excited. The family group chat was lit up for days following the announcement. I called my dad and talked to him for a while and eventually thanked him for including my wife, who'd always felt left out. There was a slight pause, and he told me that he booked the rest of the available seats on that particular flight, and there was only enough room for him, my mother, grandparents, my sister, her husband, and me. He booked it without even taking my wife into consideration. Now, I know what a lot of people would think. I read this, and hold on. So this says, now I know what a lot of people would think. It was just a mistake, but I don't think so. Who would, would think that was a mistake? I would not think that was a mistake. She's like, I know what you're thinking. I don't think it's a mistake and everyone's like i don't think so either <laughs> um so given the fact that he's excluded my wife in other ways before um okay my heart sunk i looked at my wife who could tell something was off and i told my dad to just give my seat to someone else because if she wasn't included i wasn't going in the past i was able to include my wife myself but i was tired of being singled out um they never did that to my sister and her husband they've always included them as a couple but when it comes to my wife and i we've always had to figure out our own way into the mix is if we weren't being taken seriously um, i'm not doing that now and i drew the hard line and stand this time this man had the audacity to say that her and i could book our own flight and just you know meet them there i simply said absolutely not and then hung up needless to say my wife was in tears she was upset but she was glad that i was sticking by her a couple days went by and we decided to go on our own vacation to a much humbler location with her family who are all downright amazing well my family found out and they have not stopped blowing up my phone my mom called one night during all this and said it, that I was being unreasonable and that there's no way I couldn't just book a separate flight instead, and instead book an entirely different vacation with her family. I explained to her that that wasn't the point, that the point was that they have excluded my wife from every family-related event ever since we got married, which always put me in the position to fix it. My mom basically called me crazy and I was overthinking a simple mistake on my dad's part. Um, for some reason, I'm starting to think that maybe I am overthinking it and that I should just talk to my dad to see if excluding my wife was intentional, which is another point my mom brought up. Am I the a-hole? You don't just forget to what? book someone on a flight. Like, and also, you know how many people there had to be like, Shelly's coming, Danny's coming, so-and-so's coming. Also, like, it's like your family. It's not like, okay, we have like 30 people, like this large friend group. Mm -hmm. It's literally like less than 10, it's less than eight people. Right. And it's your family. 
It sounds like they don't respect their relationship enough to bother. It's so weird because they're kind of drawing this fine line of like, they're okay with them going on the vacation if they book their own flights. But booking the flight is where they draw the line. Like, I don't know. That doesn't make a whole lot of sense. But I also think that you don't just make a mistake and like not book enough seats. Or even if you realize like if you run into the issue and you see there's not enough seats for the people that you intend to have come on the vacation you don't book them right off the bat without first talking to someone yeah Mm -hmm. about like hey you know there's 10 people that are supposed to go on the trip there's only nine seats on this plane what should we do also like did they really just think that she was just gonna like go and let her like wife not come be at home and like her sister and their her husband get a go right like it's not like they're excluding that guy right does this really happen is this sometimes you read this and you're like i think you're lying and you're just making this up i could see this happening um but yeah i think not the a-hole and i think going on the other trip too was like perfectly fine to do since you weren't going on that one vacation probably good to get your mind off things a little bit I think it makes a good point, like, that you can, like, be in charge of your own happiness and, like, be like, okay, we're going to go on vacation anyways. And, like, you didn't want us to come or didn't bother enough to make it so that we could all come. So we'll go elsewhere. I think if I was listening to her family trying to, like, communicate to me, I'd be like, are you guys gaslighting me right now? Literally. He didn't mean it. It was an honest mistake. That has happened multiple times. (laughs) It would be interesting to know, like, what other instances have happened before that because the op had brought up like oh this isn't the first time so i'd be curious to know what that other stuff was or like how he told her because like if that was like me and i forgot someone i'd be like like oh my god i'm so sorry like you take my seat like (laughs) yeah i'd be like let's figure this out but it seems like the dad was just like oh sorry like forgot her yeah wasn't real so mm, not the a-hole yeah okay Next one is, am I the a-hole for telling my wife to wash the dishes properly? My wife is so neglectful when it comes to chores and does... Oh, my God. <laughs> just wait. Um, and does a poor job. Today was the third time this week I found a glob of residue in my plate and I lost it. I grabbed the plate and brought my wife over to the sink and demonstrated to her how, how to properly scrub the entire plate. And she just zoned off and stared into space. I told her to stop being disrespectful and watch my demonstration because she clearly doesn't See, understand. This doesn't seem real. How to wash the dishes properly. Or maybe now that I think about it, she's just pretending to be incompetent at it. She started crying when I said this and told me to leave her alone and she ran to the bathroom. Now I feel bad for making her cry, but I am sick of her not doing a proper job. Am I the a-hole? See, I have honestly like multiple issues with this. I don't like the guy's response, but the girl's response also doesn't feel real. Like, you know what I mean? She ran off crying... Or she was staring off. I know he's the one describing it. So all we have to go off of is his recollection of events. But he's like, she's staring off into space as I'm washing the dishes. And I like really can't imagine that, honestly. Like, like he's she's just like, she just <laughs> somewhere else. And so like, if that's her response, like that bothers me. Him, I don't okay, know. I, I don't can, know. I can see him being like, can you like try and wash the dishes better but like walking her over and being like this is how you scrub a plate like i would be like i'd be like oh my god just tell me i missed a spot yeah i'd be like okay please leave me alone like thank you i'm not a two-year-old like i know how to wash a plate and he'd be like well clearly not (laughs) this is the third time i'm seeing this like i cannot if someone came over and was like if anyone 
it was like let me show you how to go over to the plate. sink and i'll walk you through how yeah. to wash the dishes i'd be like time for me to go but then the fact that well someone like she started crying because he called her incom- incompetent or whatever he didn't say that to her face did he um <laughs> i don't think he said it to her face but she did say that he was being disrespectful okay Hi, other, what are your thoughts so a couple things i'm trying to think about this through the lens of like if it were reversed would we say like if the woman was trying to tell the guy how to wash dishes and like he kept not washing them correctly would we call it like weaponized incompetence of like oh my god like learn how to wash the dishes probably and so we have to keep that in mind and honestly i could understand i understand the frustration of if your partner keeps repeatedly doing some chore incorrectly Especially, like, it's not like washing the dishes is hard. So if it's something, a simple task where you feel like you have to keep walking them through how to do it, you're kind of like, come on now. Are you going to figure out how to do it? So do I think like, obviously, I don't know how exactly he worded it or demonstrated stuff, but I don't think he's an a-hole for like saying, okay, you need to wash the dishes better. Like, I like, don't think If he is. you're going to wash the dishes, wash them correctly. And he did make an edit to know, I think people were commenting about like their distribution of labor within the household. And so I think he cleared up. He's like, I do dishes and all our chores half the time. So they, he said, according to him, like they split up chores pretty evenly, but whenever she does the dishes, he's not, it's happy. never good. Okay. So, so then maybe he should do the dishes and she should take on a different <laughs> chore. He's like, okay, you do that full time and she does something else full time. I don't think he's the a-hole. I also just like. This whole situation seems interesting to me. Her response is interesting. Maybe. We don't know if he was rude or not. We weren't there. Yeah. But. I'm like, this is a situation I need to see. Because if he acted like she was like. Because if he talked through things, you know, normally and conversed well, like why it was bothering him. So it's fine. If he was rude about it and. And talked, like, down to her. If he made it seem like she was, like, a child and, like, my dad when I was, like, 10 showing (laughs) me how to dust or something, like. Okay. Um, One comment that I see is, I'll probably be downvoted into oblivion, but based on your edit, not the a-hole. If you guys split the chores and she is consistently, or she consistently has to be reminded to do them and then uh, does a poor job, I can't blame you for cracking. And let's face it, if the genders are reversed, all the, you're the a-holes would be not the a-hole. So... What's our final consensus? I don't think he is. Not the a-hole. I don't know. I need to be there. Maggie's like, I need to witness this live. But like the way he says it, I'm like, okay, he probably was the a-hole because he was like, I took her over and I showed her how to get this goop off. And I'm like, hold on. He had an edit for that because I think people must have He's responded like, like I was writing when I was angry. If he was He's like, on typing. edit three, context about bringing her over. I left the table with my plate, went to the sink, and in a normal volume but annoyed tone, asked my wife to come over. She said, seriously, annoyedly, but then agreed to come. So. <laughs> okay, yeah, I don't like that. I don't like that either, <laughs> honestly. And I just said not the a-hole. Like, uh, I envisioning it myself. And, like, he gets up, walks over. Can you come over here? Like, like you just. Can I show you something? But I know, like, he could, he very well could be annoyed, too. Like, they're both probably annoyed in this situation. No one's happy. I would just be like, can you just do a better job? <laughs> like, I just think that's all it all it needs. Or I'd just be like, you do the laundry, I'll take the dishes. <laughs> like, I'm done with this. 
Okay, mixed mixed results for this one. All right, next one is, am I the a-hole for getting on a flight and not waiting for my friend? So my friend and I booked a flight to New York to spend the long weekend. The morning of the flight when we arrived at the airport, she had forgotten her passport, and so she had to go back home to get her passport. We were already stressed for time in regards to making our flight, so I didn't go back home with her and just checked into the flight. She didn't manage to make it back in time and has since missed the flight. I'm now being called an absolute a-hole because I chose to board the plane without her and um, how I didn't go back with her. Um, and she said she wouldn't have done that to me, but we already booked a flight and hotel. I don't know if it's just me, um, but she, it's not, resp- it's not re- responsibility that she forgot her passport. Was I supposed to miss my flight and waste my money? I'd say not the a-hole. I would say not the a-hole, but also if that was me, I'd be like, I'm not going alone. <laughs> <laughs> Mike is like me personally. <laughs> I mean, like, I'd be like, I think not the a-hole. And I also feel like this friend likely probably would have been able to get another flight right if they wanted to or needed to i don't know if they maybe they would have had to pay for another one i don't know but i don't know how that i don't works. Really know if i've like, never missed like i've never missed a flight on my own i've missed connections because of you know delays and stuff yeah. but then they just I rebook you so i don't know i feel like they wouldn't just rebook you if you just miss it right like they wouldn't just give you free not sure not sure but i don't think that they're they a whole for i think you paid money like if you're okay going by yourself, go by yourself. And also, like, the friend who forgot their passport, like, it was a fault of their own that prevented them from getting on the plane in the first place. It's not like the person who got on, like, threw their passport yeah. into the street and was like, I'm leaving but without you. Yeah. So, I mean, it was just, like, unfortunate things happened to them that prevented them from getting on the flight, but nothing happened to you that prevented you from getting on the flight. And, like, mm-hmm. yeah. If you already paid for night one in the hotel... Might as well use it. Everyone's okay. pretty much agreeing, too. So that was an, a pretty simple one. I feel like I'd be more annoyed if I was the friend on the flight. Because I'd be like, okay, well, now I'm going to this place alone because you forgot your passport. <laughs> yeah, like, you're, you'd be like, why didn't you triple check that you yeah, had your no, passport? Before every flight, I'm like, drive my ID? Literally. Do I have? <laughs> I saw it on TikTok, and it was like, I know my I know my seat number of my flight like the day before. But every time I get on the plane, I'm like... What is it? What is it? And you see someone in your seat and you're like, I think that's, I think that's my seat. But, but like, maybe. Like, even you know it's your seat for sure. <laughs> and then you're like, okay, why even my seat? Yeah. Okay. Am I the a-hole for asking my husband to use my correct job title? I, female 36, have been married to my husband, male 38, for 10 years and have recently had a massive career change. My first degree at university was nursing, but I have been really struggling over the past few years with everything that happened. So I have, I have gone back and gotten a degree in marine biology. Marine biology has always interested me, and I was so pleased to finally start enjoying my job again. I have started working for a turtle rehabilitation center, and I could not be more fulfilled. The challenge comes in that my husband continuously introduces me as a tour guide in an aquarium. He thinks it's funny and says that it's easier to explain to people. No disrespect to those that work in aquariums, but I worked so hard to go back to school and have a job that I love. I was doing a degree part-time while still working as a nurse, and my husband saw how much I struggled. When I was nursing, my husband never used to do this. I was always introduced as a nurse, but now he just can't or won't get it right. People look at me with such pity when he says, she was a nurse, but now she works at a local aquarium. I have started correcting him when he introduces me to new people, which he says undermines him and makes him look like a total fool in front of others. I have said that he wouldn't look like a fool if he told people what I actually do, but he says that he can't remember all the details and the fake job title is funny. Recently, I refused to go to an event with him unless he promised to introduce me correctly, and he said that I was massively overreacting. I didn't end up going, and my husband was really frustrated, especially when people who knew me at the event asked him why I hadn't gone. 
I am at impasse, but he insists I am the one making him out of, out of molehill. Am I being an a-hole by asking him to use my actual job title? He's gaslighting you. <laughs> like, is this real? It's one of those things where it's like, there are certain personalities. This is like an example of like, there's got to be someone for everyone and she's not the person for, for him. him. Because like he, you can tell by how she's written that out and like her, the constant like bringing up how much it's bothering her. Like he is the kind of person that like thrives off of the like annoyance that it gives her and like mm-hmm. prompts from her. He likes the reaction. It wouldn't be hard to start introducing her by the correct job title, but he doesn't want to do that. And so like you're kind of at a crossroads of like, I don't think he's going to change. You can try, but you've already tried. And he likes, like, getting a reaction from her by introducing her incorrectly. My thing is, like, okay, the first time, like, sure, funny. Then she probably voiced her opinion. Like, she probably was like, hey. Not so funny anymore. I didn't like that. She seems like a really well-spoken person. She's like, I don't like that. This is why I don't like that. This is why it's bad. Like, she had to have said that to him. And then he keeps doing it. I'm like... Like, he didn't have an issue introducing her as a nurse for 10 years. Yes. Mm -hmm. And I also think, like, his reasoning of, oh, like, it's hard to explain. If she's with you and you're introducing her, how about you explain her title or she can, like, introduce herself. And if they have questions about her job, she can answer them. Yeah, it's not like you have to be, like, she is a marine biologist. She She doesn't explain your job, probably. Or, quite honestly, so many people are married and, like, don't know what their spouse does, like, for work. They know, like, oh, like, he works at this company and he like does this but they don't really like know what he does so it's not in common to be like oh like he's this but i don't know what he does yeah at work so he'd be like oh like she's a marine biologist or like whatever her but title guess what? is she is not a tour guide that is like so not the same thing yeah, what? so ooh, i would be annoyed is he explaining that she's going around giving tours all day just lying divorce him divorce him girl <laughs> okay let's see some comments introduce him as your roommate and until he learns to respect you definitely not the a-hole Wait, that's funny. Um, what else? It's really hard sometimes. Like, people would be like, we've been married for 10 years. And I read one situation. I'm just like, divorce them. Well, I'm like, how have you been married for 10 years? And this is what's going on. Every time we get into the subreddit, we're like, Meg and I have more to discuss. We have more to talk about. Um, someone said, introduce, because she said in the edit that he's an engineer. So someone's like, introduce him as a technician. I don't get him. So most people like someone said if he's a software engineer say he's it <laughs> okay good luck to you girlie also, though, like how many people are you meeting that you have to like introduce like apparently it happens a lot for them what like wow they must be they got lots all? of functions yeah really i'm laughing at like most of these comments people saying like what she should introduce him <laughs> so i mean hey fight fire with fire i guess okay this one i read and it was one that also like didn't seem real to me, but it's on here. So, am I the a-hole for towing my neighbor's car? So, a few days ago, I came home from work and saw my neighbor. We'll call her Lindsay. Her car was in my driveway. I was confused, and I asked her very nicely to move her car, and she did. The day after that, my husband came home from work before I did, and he saw Lindsay's car on our driveway. He asked her to move her car and told her she can't do that anymore because it's not her house. He Bro. said he was polite about it, and she apologized and moved her car. The day after that, I saw Lindsay's car parked on my driveway again after I got home from my doctor's appointment and my husband was working. I decided to ask her what's going on. Her, what do you mean? Me, you keep on parking your car on our driveway after we've asked you nicely not to do that. Why do you keep doing it? Her, I have a big camper parked on my driveway and it takes up a lot of space. There isn't enough space to park my car. 
me. Okay, you need to figure something out because you can't park your car on our driveway anymore. It's rude and you've already been told to stop. If you do it one more time, I'll have your car towed. She apologized to me and promised it wouldn't happen again. Last night, my husband and I went out for dinner. When we got back home, we saw Lindsay's car parked on our driveway. I told my husband that was it. Enough is enough. I'm going to tow her car because she's been warned. We've tried to ask her nicely and she doesn't want to listen to us. My husband agreed and I towed her car right away. Um, I also stuck her with the bill because it's her own fault. Now she's calling me the a-hole. I would what is lose wrong with my this mind? person? Bro, there's no way. There's no way. See, the funny thing is, my driveway, I have a camper in it. No room. So I'm going to use yours. Like, what? Also, like, do they not have a street? Like, the, I read this and I was just like, imagine coming home at, like, five days in a row and someone else's car was parked in your driveway. I'd be like, are you lost? What is going on? And, like, the way they told her multiple times, like, stop. And she was just like, <laughs> okay. Okay. I think I would genuinely stop. have to go to her and be like, are you, like, no offense, but are you genuinely stupid? Like, <laughs> what is what's not clicking here <laughs> i'd be like look it can't keep happening i'm gonna put barricades up in front of my driveway or something there's no way there's no way this is real right so, what like i like to think not but like sometimes people someone said you. not the a-hole why are you even questioning yourself <laughs> literally what i just can't get over she's just like well, I have a camper in mine, so... Cool, and I own this driveway. And I actually need to use my own driveway, thank you. And, like, the street, too. Like, you have to be able to park on the street, right? Well, I'm like, if you can't park on the street, you can't just park in other people's driveways. So, like, what <laughs> like makes you should you have thought about that driveway. Got the camper. Like, what makes you think, like, oh, I can't park in the street, but I can park in this person's driveway, even though they've told me multiple times, don't park here. Like, what? You know what's funny? I was going to say, next time she takes the camper out, they should, like, park in her driveway, but then she'd come home with the camper and just pull right up <laughs> into their driveway. She wouldn't, and she wouldn't think about she'd it. She'd be like, whoops, someone's in my driveway. She's like, we really all have, like, a collective driveway community, <laughs> and everyone's driveway is for everyone to use. Literally. <laughs> so, like, that was a weird one. Not the a-hole. Not the a-hole, but that's funny. Okay. <laughs> Am I the a-hole for creating a situation where my father-in-law called my wife dumb? So this is her dad Wait. calling his daughter dumb. If you're not keeping up with us. <laughs> the girl's grandpa called her dumb. What? What? <laughs> what? <laughs> no. no Wait, what? The girl's dad called her dumb. But wow. it's the girl's husband that put them in the okay. situation. I guess. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> oh, so the grandpa. <laughs> I was like, we didn't say grandpa. Okay. <laughs> um, my wife likes to pretend that she's a cowgirl. Her dad grew up doing rodeo. What? What? <laughs> what? Wait, restart. My wife likes <laughs> to pretend <laughs> she's a cowgirl. <laughs> yes. Okay. Like, okay. I was continuing. Um, her dad grew up doing rodeo, but by the time he got married. <laughs> okay. I need to, like, paraphrase this. Basically, this girl's dad grew up doing rodeo. And by the time, like, he had her and her sister, they were, like, were already in the city, but he would still do, still do rodeo stuff on the side. And so uh, they still had a farm and they kept horses and stuff. The poster, which is the husband, and his wife would go to, like, their farm and help out with some of the farm stuff every once in a while. This stuff doesn't really matter that much. Um, she loves horses, but messed up her knee pretty bad when she was young so that she didn't spend a lot of time on the saddle. Whatever. We were watching a movie about rodeo, and she mentioned how she used to love watching her dad compete. I have seen her dad's collection of belt buckles from when he was young. 
By the time I met him, he was a school principal. I have never seen him on a horse in real life. She mentioned that he'd, he did all the events we were seeing in the movie. Okay, that's kind of weird. I grew up around people who compete. They usually stick to their one or two events. I don't know any bull riders who also do team roping, for example. I'm sure they exist. I just don't personally know them. I'm not going to argue with her about her father. If she wants to say he competed in every event, it's not worth arguing over. Unfortunately, I'm stupid. <laughs> I said, you mean he did everything except barrel racing, right? Nope, he was awesome at that too. I told her that barrel racing is not something that men do at rodeo. It's a ladies' event. She started getting upset with me for doubting that her father was the best male barrel racer she had ever seen. I probably should have shut up. I doubled down and showed her a few websites for professional rodeo. She got really upset with me for taking the information on the internet as accurate when she knows what she saw. I just finally agreed with her. She ended up calling her dad to ask him about it. She put him on speakerphone. He said that he competed in three events, but barrel racing was not one of them because that was for ladies. She said that she remembered him doing it. He said and his friends, or he said him and his friends might have played around with it for fun, but it was not an event for men. She kept insisting that she had seen him compete. He eventually told her to go look online. She said that I had already shown her. Then he said if she was too dumb to know how to understand the internet, had information, she, he should get a refund on her education. He may not be a cowboy, but he still kind of talks like one. Now I'm in trouble for her conversation with her dad. She said that if I had just accepted that she, or what she said, her dad would not have belittled her. I did not make her call her dad and ask a dumb question, but apparently I'm the a-hole for not believing her. Why did she, like, refuse to, like, let go of that? She was like, no, I know. Nothing, fewer things bother me more than someone who is not just wrong, but persistently wrong in the face of everything that says otherwise. Especially, like, you were a child. Like, you're probably just not remembering, right? Yeah. Um, not the a-hole. But my thing is, like, Okay, if he would have been like, why did it say I'll in the beginning she likes dad. to pretend she's a cowgirl? Like, <laughs> like okay, I don't okay. know. But like, if he like called her dad and was like, "Hey," like, I would be like, "Okay, that wasn't necessary. like." To be honest, if I was dating someone and I was like pretty confident about something, I would probably also kind of like not let it go. You know, like you do the I thing on a little bit. Like you do the thing where you know you're right, but you're like, I think that like this is actually how it works. Like this is what actually happened. So like I see what. They're married, right? Yeah. So I'd see what the husband's doing in terms of just being like, look, you're wrong. No. Also, like, please don't go. Like, I'd be like, you just kind of sound stupid telling people that. Like, you're not right. Like, sorry. I don't want you to look stupid. I'd be like, babe, barrel racing is for women. <laughs> your dad did not do that. Stop telling people that your dad <laughs> did this ladies thing. Like, and also, if she were to be like, my dad just called me stupid. You like, I'd be like, hold on. I did not call your dad. No, I didn't she, talk to your dad. She called her dad. That's why I'm like, why is he mad that, why is she mad at him? Like, why? That makes no sense. So. It's not like she, he called the dad and was like, tell your, tell your daughter she's stupid. She literally called her own dad. Someone, okay, top comment. Not the a-hole, but your wife has a bigger and deeper problem. <laughs> <laughs> not the a-hole, but your wife cannot admit she is wrong. Next one. Am I the a-hole for telling my sister she's acting selfish after she backed out of my wedding ceremony? She's a bridesmaid. Um, I'm female 30, getting married next weekend, and my sister, female 34, is one of my bridesmaids. She called me recently saying she's going to have to miss most of my wedding ceremony, but can make it in time for the reception. I was really shocked and asked her why. There's a memorial the same day for one of her friends slash co-workers and his family, and she wants to attend. I'm honestly really mad and upset. I told her she can pay her respects another time, but she's missing my wedding for this. She's a bridesmaid, and she's backing out the week before. My, sis my sister insisted that she needed to go, and I told her she can't be there 
Or if she can't be there for me for one day, she's really acting selfish right now. She got mad at me and we didn't talk after that. My parents also agree that my sister should be at the wedding. But I also think that the sister should be at the wedding. I also Personally, think the sister same. should be at the wedding. Like, I have empathy for her losing a friend, but there are plenty of other ways that you can pay respects to someone after they've passed away that's not just going to the funeral. Also, like, it's your sister. Yeah. And it's, like, hopefully, you know, one day of her life that you don't get a redo. So, as, you know, not great the circumstances are, I do feel like you you should be at the wedding. See, but if this was, like, her friend getting married and her sister had passed away, I'd be like okay like you don't need to be in the wedding but like yeah it's your sister's wedding yeah you know yeah i think it just depends on like the relationships between each of the people because and like presumably she's like bridesmaid like maid of honor potentially and like how is she gonna find like another maid of honor to like prep another speech and like you know everything's already been like set up we are a week out from the wedding that's a lot and a lot of funerals and services are live streamed nowadays and so like it's designed for people who can't go to the funeral to like still be involved in the service and so if that was an option then that would be even more reason for her to be able to go to the wedding mm-hmm. yeah they didn't mention anything like that but i feel like it's pretty common let me look at some of the comments okay this first one says you're the a-hole her friend and his kid hold on there's this they're acting like they got more information than i do because who's talking about a kid they said her friend and his kid died tragically and you even say that you were friends outside of work and that she spent a lot of time with him you're dismissing that casually when an apparently close friend of hers and his kid died tragically i don't know where they're getting the information but but like isn't the visitation usually like the day before yeah, visitation's usually day before and so then the like, funeral's the following day. They could just go to the visitation and then miss the funeral. Like I get it sucks, but I still feel like you should be at your sister's wedding. Like they're obviously close enough that she's in the wedding. Mhm. Honestly, like I mean, I'm kind of just skimming over but a lot of people are saying you're the a-hole. I feel like we don't apparently have all the information. Unless, no, 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 unless no. everyone else just, like, thinks that we're wrong. I mean, they and might. I'm trying to find, like, additional info, but it's kind of hard. Okay, well, we're saying not the a-hole. Yeah. But other people are saying that they are the a-hole, so. So what do you think? I feel like people are saying that the original poster, like, was adding comments and then, like, deleting them, and so now I'm just like, yeah. Now we don't know. Okay, wait. Wait, wait, wait. Wait, wait. This is someone that someone commented. I think that they must have commented something. And then, uh, yeah, so it says, OP is a monster. A single father and his child died in the big Turkish earthquake along with several family members. I can't imagine. Uh, if she spent time with them outside of work, it makes me wonder how close they were. I don't let my kid just hang around with casual folks from my job. So, like, if this was more like a close friend or they were even dating... The poster was dating the person? No, their sister. Isn't the poster the sister? We don't know that they were dating. No, it's the bride. Oh, right. But we don't know that they were dating, right? You're just assuming? Yeah. Um, I'm left with a lot more questions than (laughs) answers, honestly. Yeah, I don't... (laughs) I'm like, I don't know now. Mm. I feel like the best thing in a situation then is maybe just to 
hope the sister, like the bridesmaid, is like making a choice that's reasonable for her. I don't know. Like, I don't know how close this person was to the friend coworker. I don't know. Okay. Am I the a-hole for embarrassing my friend who always has to have a better story? I have a friend who has to top every single story he hears. If you got a new dog, his cousin just adopted a wolf. If you rented a cool car on vacation, he spent way more money and rented a Ferrari on his last vacation. If your kid scored a goal at hockey, his got a hat trick. It kind of drives me nuts. It can be super inconsequential things, too. I mentioned once that I had just tried a new pizza place, and he had to say that pizza in NYC is so much better. It's just ridiculous. Friday night, we were at a party, and I was talking to a girl who was telling me about her trip to Costa Rica. He got into our conversation, started talking, asked the girl if I could grab her drink. Um, I did, not wanting any part of it. When I came back, he was telling her all about our trip there and all the birds and wild animals he saw. He was going on about everything. I just kept my mouth shut and wished he would go away. When the girl asked me about the trip, I just said it was a good trip and that we had gone there for a friend's wedding. She asked to see any pictures I had. When she looked at them, she started laughing. She said that we had gone to Puerto Rico and not Costa Rica. My friend just kind of dropped his shoulders and went away. I ended up having a great night with her, and we might see each other again soon. She told me that she thought my buddy was a tool, though. I guess he had been telling her about hiking to see the wild toucans, which do not exist in Puerto Rico. My friend came over yesterday, and he said I was an a-hole for embarrassing him like that. I guess he thinks I should have just lied to her about what country he went to. He constantly lies to women, so I guess he thought I should, too. Is he a pathological liar? And he's just friends with him? I guess. Wait. Why are you friends with someone you hate so much? If I was the friend, like the person who wrote this, I'd be like, so I just like shouldn't have told them where we actually went on vacation because you just said we went to a place we didn't? Like we should have just kept up. I should have just kept up with your lie. And technically the friend never even said anything. Like he was like, here's the pictures from quote unquote Costa Rica. That is really Puerto Rico. Also, I'm impressed that the girl was like, what? that's not Costa Rica. That's Puerto Rico. Yeah, how'd you know? <laughs> not the a-hole. Your friend's an interesting guy. You can choose to be friends with him or not, but... Yeah, I think it's, like, one of those, like, lifelong buddies like where it's, like, buddies, <laughs> but he's, like, grow up, and he's, like, his friend's not. He's, yeah. like, bro, it's not that deep. Stop lying. Like... Okay. This one is kind of long. Would I be the a-hole if I kept my sister's gift? I, female 22, received a package from Amazon a few days ago. It came by UPS and I signed um, I signed for it. When I opened the box, there was a Switch OLED, two games, a memory card, headphones, a case, cute rubber things for the control sticks, and a bag to carry everything. I then saw the Amazon invoice and the bill was close to $1,000. I didn't order this package, so I called Amazon to make sure I wasn't charged. I found out I wasn't charged that someone sent me this package. Since they didn't say it was a gift, Amazon, or since they didn't say it was a gift, Amazon couldn't tell me who sent it. I was super happy about my gift since my birthday was coming up. I literally cried because I was so happy. I never received such a nice gift. Everything was my taste. I loved the games, the case, the headphones, and bag. I opened everything right away. I played with my Switch and put it on the case. I got a call a few hours later from my mom. She asked if I received her package. I decided to play dumb for fun. I wanted her to tell me she sent me a birthday gift. She told me she ordered my younger sister a birthday gift from Amazon and shipped it to my apartment so my sister couldn't find it and ruin her surprise. My mom had said my sister's best friend picked out the gifts to make sure it was something she liked. My sister was born on February 29th, so my mom always went all out on her birthday. She felt bad my sister couldn't celebrate on her actual birthday. I asked my mom what she got me for my birthday, and she said I was too old for birthdays. My sister's turning 19, but she still gets gifts. My mom stopped giving me gifts when I was 17. My dad always gives me a gift card for $20 to $30. I always felt jilted at birthdays. My mom gave me things I needed, like a calculator for school, new rain boots, and other necessities. My sister got fun gifts. 
Um, we were lower middle class, so we could afford nice things. There was a clear difference in treatment. I had chores. My sister didn't. She did something wrong. I got blamed for not watching her. The end of this is kind of like her going into just like her sister is the supposed favorite, you know? Um, and so I may not like my sister, but I don't want to be a nasty person. Um, if you vote me the a-hole, I'll just buy her. I'll just rebuy her gifts from Amazon because I can't give her used items. Anyways. And then she said, edit number one. I told my mom I did not receive the package. So like this poster is the a-hole. Yeah. Because. Okay. I understand. To be fair, like we can still talk, but edit number two says, I regret writing this post. I know I am the a-hole. Anyways. Yeah. Okay. Well then we're going to talk about why they're the a-hole. Do we all agree that she's the a-hole? Yes. Okay. I understand. And I can empathize with your trauma from childhood, but whatever. That's not what you're asking about. Your mom bought a gift for your sister's birthday. Now, could we say that she maybe should have given you a heads up? Probably. But also, you're weird for not asking, like, texting your friends and family, like, did you guys get me a gift? Like, who sent me this package? She's just like, oh my god, like, it's the best gift I've ever gotten. I'm crying. I don't care who got it for me, though. That's weird. Well, also, like, you're just gonna take your sister's gift? Like, excuse me. Like, it's not yours. Yeah. It's literally not yours, and I'm sorry that you don't apparently like your mom because she didn't give you gifts but like it's your sister's it's not your mom's like yeah i agree i think you know as much as you're kind of justifying your actions to try and like say like it's okay if i do this right even though like in the back of your mind you know it's not like you're aware that keeping the gift would not be appropriate um you can't really justify you doing this because of everything else that's happened in the past because it's not right and I think there's a conversation or a discussion to be had with their mom about, like, their relationship, it seems. You know, you guys could go to therapy together or something. But, like, this is not the moment or, like, the thing that you should do to try and take vengeance on everything that's happened. It'll like, only come back to bite you in the butt. Because someone's going to see you playing with that switch and they're going to be like, that looks an awful lot like what I, what I was when I got your sister. I also feel like people are, would see if you have the Nintendo Switch. So, like, it's going to come around. It's going to bite you in the butt. People are going to be like, oh, there's where the Switch went that went missing. Yeah, also, like, your mom's going to know. Like, Amazon literally sends you a photo and is like, your package was delivered. But that looks like Susie's doormat. <laughs> well, she knows that. She sent it to her. And she's like, so this package got stolen, but you got a Switch. Like, okay. Not going to work out. Okay. Um next one i have should we do one or two more maybe we each do one more okay let me pick out my better one okay am i the a-hole for saying quote you were also unmarried living with your parents working part-time and hadn't finished school when you were 22 end quote after my mom's friend compared herself to me i at 22 female moved in with my mom for a few months while taking a gap year from school and doing an internship due to medical reasons i will be at 24 when i graduate which i had been somewhat insecure about my mom's friend lisa 45 female has made comments about me being single and childless and said that i'll never know what being selfless selfless is is until i have kids she has three and the youngest was my classmate when she was age 18 to 20 she moved in with her boyfriend and then moved back after the breakup she brought this up to gloat quote i moved out at 18 end quote when i moved out at 21 recently i announced that i was readmitted after my medical break and had bought new school supplies I brought this up when Lisa was there, and during the conversation, she said, When I was 22, I was a mother of two, and you're an unmarried young girl who lives with your mom, works part-time, and is still in school. I said, 
You were also an unmarried young girl, were living with your mom, worked part-time, and hadn't graduated from college when you were 22. Being a mother of two doesn't change that. My mom audibly gasped when I said that, and Lisa said, you don't know what you're talking about. Stop comparing yourself to me. I said that she started the comparisons. After she left, my mom said that I was degrading her. I asked her what was so hurtful about my comments uh, when it was literally the same stuff that she brought up about me. My mom said I was putting her down, and I knew what I was doing and refused to explain it to me. Um, it seemed like you were giving back what the girl was bringing. What is wrong with Lisa? Why is she... Why is she saying those things? Why is she so mean? I don't know. She wants every 22-year-old to have two kids? Lisa, we do not need that in today's morning. <laughs> Honey. No. Yeah, I think Lisa's weird for being like, oh, like, I, I got back to school. And Lisa's like, Honey, when I was your age... I was doing X, Y, and Z. It's like, well, who asked? Lisa, no one asked. Also, props to that. Props to the girl for going back to school after uh, her health thing. Yeah. So, go off, sis. I'm also like, I'm with you. If you are going to dish it out, you've got to be able to take it. And mm-hmm. she didn't throw anything new at her. It was the very, it was the exact opposite. Or like, it was the exact thing that she was, Lisa was telling to the poster also screw the mom if someone's being that mean to me if my mom's friend is being that mean to me i expect my mom to be like lisa Lisa, you can leave yeah (laughs) whoa let's chill out and mom's just sitting there like that was rude how dare you say that to my friend like what um okay this will be the last one am i the a-hole for insisting my husband be with me in the delivery room so my husband, 30-year-old male, and me, 27-year-old female, are expecting a baby this May, and it would be our first. We were talking about the birth um, the other day, and I was explaining how I'm starting to feel a lot more anxious and nervous as the due date, due date approaches, I then said, but I feel much better knowing you'd be there with me. Admittedly, this hasn't been discussed prior to this conversation, and perhaps it was wrong of me to just assume he'd be there, but I always pictured he'd be by my side. He looked at me kind of surprised and said, what, you want me to be there? And I said, well, yeah, of course. He hesitated a lot and then proceeded to explain to me that basically he doesn't want to be there. He said he thinks he won't be of any use because he'll be freaking out with all the screaming and blood and intensity and he would end up being a disadvantage. He suggested that instead of him, I take my mother or a friend, but I told him that I didn't make this baby with my mother or my friend. I don't want them. I want him. He said not everybody can stomach childbirth and that seeing you in so much pain and agony would just break me. I obviously don't want to force him to be there, but I also don't think I can move past this. It's made me feel even more anxious and nervous. Um, I got very upset and told him I can't believe he would refuse. Uh, we haven't really spoken much since. Am I overreacting? No. 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 <laughs> First of all, you don't want to watch the birth? Well, I don't want to get it. Like, excuse me? Suck it up. Honestly, like, because look, I'm not saying it's necessarily like if this guy, he might not have an enjoyable experience. I don't think the mom's necessarily having an enjoyable experience yeah. either, though. Like, if you need to get headphones if you need to put like a curtain or something between you and whatever's happening fine like do whatever you gotta do but, but like she be wants there, you there you're there like also, it's the least you could do i never even thought about the fact that like people like talk about that i would just be like i don't like i thought this was like, without was going, like without saying you were gonna be there yeah literally you think she wants to go through that like the I'm sorry. least that could be done is that you're there if she wants you there. Like you don't have to do nothing. You just have to sit there and hold her hand. Like there literally is nothing you can do. Like literally you just have to He's sit like, there. He's like, I don't think I'll be very useful. What are you supposed to do? You're not a doctor. Yeah. You're literally <laughs> supposed to stand there. 
and say you got it you can do it you literally don't even see anything like i don't i'm pretty sure there's like a sheet it depends on where the guy's standing like but you're fine like do i think like yeah you might get queasy whatever i get everyone doesn't like handle that stuff well but like too bad so sad i mean you're gonna be there yeah you're about to be a dad don't you want to be there like don't you want to be the right, first like one to like see a kid? special he's moment like, your child's being brought into the world and you're just like in the he's like outside room. the room he's like oh, oh they're ready okay yeah, like, i'll ready? go in now uh yeah most people are saying the poster is not the a-hole um yeah Someone said, I can't stand seeing you. I was quoting that. I can't stand seeing you I can't stand seeing you in pain. Like, Shut up. Okay, excuse me. We'll deal with it then, okay? Because it's the least you yeah. can do. Yeah. Can she edit this when she has the baby? <laughs> edit with what you guys ended up doing. Um. Yeah, so those are our thoughts. That's basically everyone else's thoughts, too. Okay, well, we hope you guys had fun watching this edition of am i the a-hole with our special guest maggie i hope you had fun i did being here and just <laughs> being shocked at people's situations yeah, these are supposedly wild. they're real that's all we can assume i just hope they weren't all real you hope so but um with that being said maggie do you want to shut yourself out anywhere where people can follow you or keep you up just with you search my name on whatever and i'm there go follow probably. the bangles social media yeah. <laughs> that's my new plug go follow <laughs> bangles okay well with that being said hope you guys enjoyed make sure you follow our instagram at according to it's all spelled out with letters and we'll see you guys next thursday bye, bye.